Hello, everyone, and welcome to Salary Capped. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of the show. As another NFL season approaches, uh, everyone's getting excited for packed Thursday nights, action-packed Sundays, and even more packed Monday nights. And so today we wanted to take you behind the curtain and take a look at some of the technologies that are empowering NFL next-gen stats. We're going to be talking to Zebra Technologies, and joining me here today is John Pollard, Vice President of Zebra Sports at Zebra Technologies. John, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me. Tyler, thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to our conversation. I'm looking forward to it as well, John. I'm a huge football fan. I'm looking forward to this upcoming season. And I love that ability to dive into a next level of what I'm seeing happen on the field. And I think a lot of people are right there with me. So tell me a little bit more about what Zebra Technologies does in your partnership with the NFL. Sure. So uh, Zebra Technologies is the official player tracking technology for the NFL. And we've served in that capacity as a partner of the NFL uh, for the last eight seasons. In fact, the 2021 season will be our eighth season uh, serving as a tracking technology partner. And what that means, Tyler, is that we have installed our RFID player tracking technology system in all NFL stadiums here in the U.S. Uh, our system is also installed in the U.K. stadiums and Mexico City as well. And the system itself is comprised of a series of receiver boxes that are installed around the perimeter of all the stadiums. Um, and then the players themselves and their shoulder pads, they have small RFID tags that are about the diameter of a U.S. nickel and about the thickness of two nickels stacked on top of each other. Uh, those tags emit signals to the receiver boxes. Um, and that the information that we are able to collect is if the player is on the field, where they are on the field at all times. And, of course, uh, in orientation or proximity to other players, either on their team or the opponent's team. Other metric, metrics our system captures is total speed, uh, total distance traveled, top speed, uh, acceleration, deceleration uh, information as well for a, a play or a series of plays or, of course, a, a, a number of games over the course of a season. And then finally, we also have an RFID tag that's been installed in the NFL football. Uh, that took a lot of R&D work and cooperation and leadership from the NFL, Wilson Sporting Goods, and ourselves to work on this tag. Uh, and the ball tag captures velocity, rotational information, and height information for all passes and kicks. That's incredible. So, so with all of this information now available, how have you seen teams really employing and using this uh, over time as they've gotten more and more familiar with the stats that you provide and now have more historical data, I'm guessing, as well, now going into your eighth season, like you mentioned? Uh, how, are you, how have teams been using these, uh, these stats from, from your observation? Well, I think like any new technology or information resource, it, it's an evolution, you know, as you alluded to, Tyler. It, it takes a little bit of time. And initially, the information that was being captured in terms of like player speed, in terms of miles per hour, um, you know, was primarily a media or fan-driven uh, type of uh, content resource. And then over the last eight years, we've seen uh, teams acclimate more and more from both the coaching scouting and personnel evaluation and player development perspective uh, to leverage this tracking information. You know, who would have thought, I would like to use this description, you know, who would have thought eight years ago that miles per hour would be a relevant metric of any source um, in NFL football? You think about baseball pitches or the speed of a slap shot or a speed of a car. Um, but now, you know, we have found that teams have become much more acclimated to the information. Uh, teams are looking have a, a general understanding of speed ranges by position group. Um, that they evaluate for wide receivers are certainly different than running backs. They're certainly different than defensive or offensive linemen. And so they have ranges that they're used to looking at in these players in certain game situations or context. Um, and of course, the game data is, is, has been useful. Um, like I said, I think scouting and personnel were the first uh, operations group to really start to adopt the information and, and their evaluations and assessments of players. And then we're seeing more and more over the last couple of years, coaching staff start to consider the information in terms of uh, you know scheme, formation, study, and research. 
And I wonder about health as well. If you know that a player has a top-end speed of X and they're coming back from, let's say, a hamstring injury and they're being a little bit tentative with it, you're probably going to see a lower maybe top-end speed or something like that than what you know they're capable of. Well, I wonder if this factors into health decisions as well for, for teams, just knowing whether or not a guy is ready to come back and, and perform in a game the way that they know that he can perform uh, from previous data. Well, that's exactly right, Tyler. I mean, the initial group inside of a football organization that we saw adopt this information was the strength and conditioning and performance staff, uh, using it for player rehab evaluation, player development and assessment, um, you know, over a course of a season. And certainly return to play from injury uh, was one of those scenarios that you would expect the information to be utilized. You know, I mentioned that, you know, in our capacity as the partner uh, of the NFL, um, we're in all the NFL stadiums for game day tracking. And the fans will know our information in the sense that when you hear about uh, NFL's next-gen stat service, it's our technology underneath that that's collecting the information and gathering it. And, of course, the NFL and their team do a great job in developing really cool analytics and visualizations that we can access through NFLNextGenStats.com. Um, and, of course, the partnership with Amazon Web Services, AWS, has taken it to another level as well. So uh, between the three of us, we've come up with a really nice service. But, you know, going back to the performance and strength and conditioning coaches, you know, this information can be utilized certainly for st studying gameplay and performance. But we also have 10 teams in the NFL who have taken our system and installed it at their practice facilities. So, again, to your point, uh, they're tracking the practice activity and workload for the players during the course of the season. Hopefully one of those teams is the Cowboys because we could use all the help we can get. Um, I can confirm that the Cowboys are one of our team, team clients. All right. We're very happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very happy about that as well because, like I said, uh, it, it's been a long time since we've won anything down here in Dallas, and so uh, we could we could use the help, that is for sure. But you mentioned the fan engagement aspect of this, John, and that that's where I wanted to go next because I've always had this theory and this philosophy about being a fan of sports that you can't be a fan – to a certain extent, until that avenue is opened up, right? If radio stations didn't exist for for people to call in after a game and vent their frustrations, then you'd never have the crazy radio caller. And until you had access to this kind of data as a fan, you couldn't really be a, a fan on this level with the kind of nitty-gritty knowledge that, that you're able to provide to people. And so I think this has opened up a new area of fan engagement uh, for people to really get involved and get down to the nitty-gritty level of what's happening on the field on a really uh, granular basis. And so I think that's a really interesting aspect of what you're providing is just that added level of fan engagement. Is that something that you've noticed as well, just that fans are becoming engaged in a unique and different way than maybe they have been in the past? Well, I appreciate what you're saying here, Tyler, because th that's exactly right. You know, I think sometimes in, in the world of American football, stats and analytics can get a bit of a bad reputation, you know, from, from an arm's length, you know, it, it, no way money ball work in football and, you know, basketball metrics and baseball metrics would never work inside of an environment like American football. You know, but the reality of it is the information that we're gathering with our player tags, the receiver boxes and tags inside the football. I mean, we're getting some really interesting information in one of the next gen stats categories is called tight window throws and tight window throws are the distance of of. Uh, of defenders when they're covering the primary receiver at the time of the ball is caught. And of course, that could, you could never gather that information accurately without the player tags and a tag inside the football. Um, so that information certainly is, you know, helps us as fans and media appreciate the true athleticism uh, and capabilities of all of these players. And, and I really like the idea, too, that, again, to your point, it brings fans closer to the game in a way that, again, heightens the level of appreciation and understanding for what's going on on the field. 
Um, you know, but, but again, I think that just adds another dimensionality to the storytelling capabilities that the broadcast partners uh, can get into. And of course, other people in the media who are writing stories in between games, um, you know, the information itself really does give you, uh, you know, more of an uh, objective set of information to evaluate, understand and appreciate the capabilities of, the, of these incredible athletes and the incredible game that American football is. Yeah, I think back to I think it was the play by DK Metcalf uh, off the Seahawks last year where a lot of the NFL next gen stats uh, were kind of widely distributed because it was such an incredible play where he chased down a player on the Cardinals. Uh, he had, he took a diagonal angle and reached a top speed of X. And it was just a, this, a, this incredible coming together of you saw an incredible play on the field, but then you could validate that with the data that you provided. And it, it yeah, it almost validated and made that play pass the eye test. It looked incredible, but then you got to see the numbers and say, he reached the top end speed of what? And he was running how fast and for how far? Uh, things like that, I think, really added another level of understanding. And uh, it, it, the numbers, I think some people are worried that data takes away from enjoyment of the game. But in that case, the data only enhanced what I was watching with my eyeballs. Well, certainly I'm biased, Tyler, but I agree with you. <laughs> I think the information does give it great appreciation. I think, you know, Buda Baker, you know, was, was right. a defender who had the interception and right. DK certainly took a great angle on him, but his athleticism and explosive capabilities that we actually saw initially at the NFL Combine, right? In a great 40 time for a, a, a player of DK's physicality, you know, size, you know, his explosiveness translated on the field. And, and that's a perfect example of, Sure, we can watch the game video and hear the broadcasters describe what an incredible play. But then if you pivot to the information and go to the NFL's next-gen stats and see, geez, you know, Buda Baker was running, running at 21, over 21 miles per hour, if I recall. You know, hold me to that, but something like that. And now DK had to get to a certain point and sustain that acceleration uh, for a period of time to actually catch the play. So, yes, you saw a player with great determination and effort make a great play. And then to your point, another angle, another dimension to the story is how fast were the, both of those players actually running. It's pretty incredible. Absolutely incredible. And the, the other aspect of this that I think is interesting and, and exciting for a lot of people to talk about is um, using NFL Next Gen stats and, and thinking about it from a, a fantasy football perspective. We know that a lot of people like to get involved in the gaming side of the NFL and that sort of thing. And I, I think that's another layer for people to get involved and evaluate players that way and, and really have fun and, and gamify their experience of watching football. Yeah, I think, you know, look, the traditional statistics that we're used to, what we call box, you know, box score statistics and then the advanced statistics that we've seen through, you know, services like stats, for instance, or pro football focus, that gives another set of resources and information for the fans to engage and appreciate the game and then to set their fantasy lineups. And now gaming, of course, is evolving across the entire sports world, right, in different places. And you know, our information, you know, certainly could provide, you know, a resource, uh, you know, for, for fans to look at and research as they determine what to do with it, whether it gets just watching the game in person, watching the game in television, or if they're setting their fantasy lineups. And so we like to look at it as an enriched set of organic information uh, that's differentiated and that again up levels that appreciation, but also can be a really cool resource. I mean, one of the one of the statistics, if I may, that I really like and have enjoyed and, and find the teams use quite a bit um, in, in, in referencing, uh, you know, in terms of player evaluation and development is running efficiency for running backs. And running efficiency number is, you know, how much actual distance is a player running uh, to uh, to achieve a yard. 
And now we've had forever, we've always heard he's a downhill runner or he likes to take his time behind the line. Think about a Le'Veon Bell's running style or a, a straight running, you know, downhill running back, like, you know, you know, like Henry in, in, in Tennessee, for instance, Derrick Henry. Um, you know, we know they're downhill or the different type of running back, but the efficiency number is a really cool thing. And if you look at those numbers and you start studying the running defense capabilities of the opponents, I mean, again, you start to think about how much time you actually can get into and enjoy researching the information as you, again, watch a game as a fan or you're getting into your fantasy lineups. Excellent, excellent stuff. Yeah, I, once again, I need all the help I can get in fantasy football. And so I might, uh, yeah, might be uh, employing some NFL next gen stats this year to help me make some some better decisions. Make sure you go there every week. They do a great job with the charts and the leader charts. And then, of course, the visualizations also help articulate the data in an incredibly new way to engage the, the fans. That's a that's a great point. That is that is a great point. So, John, from your perspective, where do you see this going in the future? Do you see further innovations, uh, smaller sensors? Uh, what, what sorts of things are you excited about for the future of, uh, of working with the NFL, but also just the future of what Zebra Technologies provides? Well, sure. I, I mean, as a technology company, you're you're constant evolution right constant research and development and refine refinement so uh we we continue to research you know uh, with the support of the nfl i can't get into great detail but the concepts of using you know uh you know miniaturization smaller smaller devices adding a different adding additional tag what type of information can that be provide pro you know provide the teams in the league um, you know, so we, we can study and research that. I think there are other, you know, things we can research in terms of locationing our receiver boxes. Again, is there more fidelity that we can get and more dimensionality to the data and accuracy? But we're always working towards miniaturization and accuracy and other other metrics that uh, the, that the league and the teams would find, you know, important. So, as I said, we're, you know, as a technology company that not only works in sports, but, you know, was built on enterprise solutions and, you know, manufacturing and retail and hospitality and operations, logistics environments and healthcare environments. You know, we have a, a large business, a core of our business is built around those industries, and those also require constant evolution and research and development. And we've taken those characteristics and brought it over to the sports side. So, you know, I think the next three or four years, you may see some evolution of the technology and the solution that we provide, you know, not only the NFL, but other sports as well. Fantastic stuff. John, uh, where can people go to learn more about Zebra Technologies? Like you said, you're, you uh, have your technology applied across a wide range of industries. Where can people learn more about, uh, about everything that Zebra Technologies does? Well, certainly on zebra.com, you can see, study the, our, our company as a whole and the various industries we serve. But of course, there's a zebra sports uh, uh, area on, on, on zebra.com. And I also suggest zebra technologies at zebra technologies on Twitter and, and zebra sports on Twitter. Uh, you'll find us uh, you know, circulating a lot of the information from next gen stats. Uh, you know, from the past season as you prep for the 2021 season and during the season, we like to, you know, circulate information and, and graphics as well. So I, I'd say check out those uh, social networks, um, you know, and keep keep an eye on the podcast networks as well, because uh, our team will be on there talking about, you know, talking throughout the season and certainly around the Super Bowl. We do a lot of PR media opportunities there as well. Excellent stuff. John, before I let you go, any big predictions for the upcoming season? Uh, any hot takes you want to share with our audience real quick before we sign off? You know, this 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 may seem like a a bit of a, a safe answer. I, I just anticipate this being one of the most competitive NFL seasons in history. I, I just think there are so many quality teams in both divisions, and I, I think that we saw you know you have an incredible juggernaut like the Kansas City Chiefs and their entire team, certainly the offense led by Patrick Mahomes. Um, you know, and you and you saw a team like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers evolve and develop over the entire season and then peak just at the right time. 
uh, and their defense. You know, there was a lot of next gen stats information uh, regarding, you know, the Kansas City's offense and their capabilities of extending yards after catch. Uh, and expected yards after catch is a, is a next gen stats ca a category of information. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were one of the leading defenses last year in reducing expected yards after catch against opponents. And you saw that translate on the field. So again, that just goes back to referencing the information and then watching the game at the same time in a reflective moment uh, and seeing where the next gen stats plug in. But I, I think it's going to be competitive, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. At least the two teams that were in the Super Bowl last year are, are knocking on the door as well, but they'll be challenged for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. John Pollard, Vice President of Zebra Sports at Zebra Technologies. John, thank you so much for joining us and getting us ready for the 2021 NFL season. Tyler, thank you so much. It was great speaking with you. Great speaking with you as well. And everyone, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Salary Cap. Remember, Zebra.com and Zebra Technologies, Zebra Sports. Go find them on social media as well. Stay up to date with everything that they're doing and check out their podcasts as well throughout the NFL season to stay abreast of all of the, uh, the stats and the info that they can provide. And stay tuned. We'll be back soon with more episodes of Salary Cap. But for this one, for my guest, John Pollard, I've been your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks for joining us.